you pursuing a natural lifestyle for yourself and your family? Are you concerned about the standard American diet and options available for healthcare? Are you curious about herbs for health or already practice home herbalism? You've come to the right place. My mom, Naomi Kilbrick, is a Christian clinical herbalist and owner of Lower Chi Wellness. She teaches simple ways to live in a more healthy way and to work with plants to promote and restore health. Welcome to the Family Herbalism Podcast. Welcome back to the Family Herbalism Podcast. I had so much fun having the conversations with Dana all about the childbearing year, but I have to say where it's been over a month since I have really created a podcast for you guys outside of that topic, I've had so many ideas brewing and I am excited to switch things up a bit. Today, starting with a challenging topic that might rock the boat a little bit, and that is getting off prescription medications. So this is not about using aspirin or other over-the-counter meds or even antibiotics unless those are used daily for an extended period. I'm talking about long-term use of medications. But first things first, I am an herbalist. I never advise people to stop taking medication. I actually don't even bring up that conversation with clients. Giving any advice regarding prescription medication is outside of my jurisdiction as an herbalist. But, and there's always a but, right? Those who are seeking a more natural way of living will often desire to stop taking medication as part of the journey. And since I'm walking alongside of many people doing this and taking a more natural approach to things, this is something that does come up fairly often where a client will come to me and say, this is something I wanna do. I wanna take you know, some of my medications out of my regimen, or what do you think about cutting down on the amount of medication that I'm taking? How do I do this? Many of my clients have actually stopped taking their medications while under my care, whether I wanted to help them with that or not. Sometimes they just come to me and they say, you know what, I just stopped taking my medication. Um, But ultimately, I don't tell anyone that they should, and I never never give them advice on how to do that, actually. So we're going to, but we are going to talk about what this scenario looks like and what works well for many people. I also have taken my own daughter off multiple prescriptions, so I have personal experience with this as well. As an herbalist, I can tell you what has worked for my clients and what I have done personally, but the rest is up to you. So this is not advice on how to stop taking medication. It's simply information that you can use to do what you need to with as you are becoming more fully educated and talking to your doctor about this. When I'm working with a client, my goal is actually not to get them off their meds. My goal is to help them feel better by reaching their health goals, whatever those are. And sometimes that includes getting off medications and sometimes it doesn't. I don't ask them about getting off meds and if they ask me about it, I always tell them they need to include their prescriber in this conversation. They don't always do that, but unless you're very comfortable messing with your own meds on your own, it's always a good idea. And I'll tell you why later in this episode. 
Um, it's not actually because, you know, uh, some sometimes people feel like they, they maybe feel guilty if they don't talk to their doctor about cutting back medications. Like they feel like they're going to be in trouble. And that's certainly not why it would be important to include them in that conversation. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. The advice that I give here in this conversation is general advice to use alongside proper guidance. What I share here today is not to be taken as a recommendation for you or anyone else. I share it simply because it's a common situation for people who are improving their health. When you change your diet, decrease your stress load, improve your sleep, move your body, it's only natural that you may find you don't really need your meds anymore. With that said, if you want to stop taking any prescription medication, I would encourage you to work with someone or with a team. Sometimes taking out meds can be easy peasy and sometimes it can be very difficult. How it goes for you will depend on your motivation, the type of medication or medications, and what you're doing to heal your body and reduce your dependency on them. Recently, a client stopped taking her meds because after a year of making big changes to her health, she realized she actually felt best on the days that she forgot to take them. There was no big to do about it, it just kind of happened naturally. I find the same thing happens when a person has been taking herbal remedies for a long time and they start feeling better and forget to take the remedies. This tells me that they served their purpose and they weren't needed anymore. That's not always the case, but very often when a remedy, whether that's a medication or an herb, has served its purpose and it's no longer needed, the person will naturally forget them because they feel good not taking them. For other clients, tapering off on their meds was really important to keep the side effects of withdrawal at bay. And sometimes they had to increase their dosage again for a short time to give their body a break. So it can be a process, and today I want to walk you through tips I have found to be helpful, personally and professionally, to reduce or eliminate medications. If you decide you're unhappy on your medications for any reason, it's helpful to know that you don't have to just stop taking them. There is a spectrum of options, and where you land should be based on your needs and no one else's. This starts with understanding what your motivation is for reevaluating your prescription meds. Different people have different reasons for getting off them, just like they had different reasons for starting them in the first place. For example, you may decide that you really just want to pull one medication out of your daily regimen because the long-term risks are high based on your genetics. Maybe one medication increases your risk of osteoporosis and your mom had it, so you don't want to stay on that medication longer than you have to. Maybe you chose to take a medication for a time to get you through a difficult season or to buy you time while you made a plan for addressing a health concern, and now you're ready to eliminate it. Many medications are intended to be used for short periods of time, but end up being used long term. For example, heartburn medications, sedatives, and even mental health drugs are not typically advised to be taken for longer than six months, so now you're making a plan to replace them. Or you just want to make sure you don't increase your dependency on meds and have to increase them over time as many find becomes necessary to maintain their effectiveness. 
Some people get concerned about their meds when they start seeing signs of nutrient deficiencies, which are common with many medications, unfortunately, including those for heartburn, pain, mental health, blood pressure, and bacterial infections. You might actually be experiencing side effects or have had serious reactions to the medications you are prescribed. In this case, it's absolutely important to call your doctor to make sure that this serious reaction is not going to be lasting or become even more dangerous to your health. The CDC reports that 1.3 million visits to the emergency room every year occur just because of adverse reactions to drugs or other therapies. Other people feel overwhelmed with the number of medications they're taking and want to simplify them so that one medication is helping with more than one symptom. The AAFP released an article in the Family Practice Management Journal in 2018 saying at that time, 36% of adults ages 62 to 85 living in community settings were on at least five prescriptions. They call it polypharmacy and it often stemmed from medications being prescribed to handle the side effects of the medic medication prescribed before. In the same article, they offered doctors an algorithm for de-prescribing, referring to studies showing that this leads to improvement in cognition, fewer falls, and improved survival rates. And then some other people come to decide that they don't wanna take any medication at all. Regardless of why you're listening to this podcast and which of these scenarios resonates with you, I hope that what I share here helps you to clarify your goals and get the support you need in taking that next step with your health. The very first thing you need to do is learn about your medication or medications. YaleMedicine.org encourages people to talk to their doctors about each medication they are taking or may be considering and ask the following questions. One, should I continue taking a drug that doesn't seem to be helping me? Two, should the dosage be adjusted? Three, am I following the instructions correctly? Four, could a new symptom be related to the drug? Five, do the benefits outweigh the risks for a particular drug? And six, could one medication help with two conditions? And they encourage people to talk about each one of these medications that you're taking with each of your doctors because one of the most common situations is that you will have two different doctors both prescribing medication and they turn out not to be a good combination. So you wanna make sure that everyone on your health team understands what you're working with. You can also learn about your medications by reading the leaflets that come with the packaging, talking to the pharmacist where you got your medications from, or researching them online. You wanna look for dosage information, potential side effects, long-term risks, and any recommendations available for decreasing the dosage safely. A huge part of reducing or eliminating a medication is in the planning phase, and this is the first step of that planning phase. You wanna know your medications inside and out. Step two of the planning phase is to talk to your prescriber, your primary care doctor or applicable specialist, and others on your healthcare team. They will have the most knowledge about your medication, so they may be able to help you choose a safer alternative or have recommendations on how to taper the medication or handle withdrawals. They will also be able to monitor your lab work if necessary to see how your body is responding to the withdrawal 
and give relevant advice on how to adjust accordingly. I have a number of clients who are worried about what their doctor will say if they tell them they don't want to take their meds anymore. Some clients have had really negative experiences with getting support for their goals from their PCPs, and I do understand feeling worried about it, but I would encourage you to remember two things. Number one, you're in charge. If you aren't happy with your doctor, you can find a new one. Two, think for a moment about what's the worst thing that could happen if you talk to them. Would they laugh and say, that's a foolish idea, why would you suggest that? How would you handle that situation? Smile and say, okay, and then go find another doctor. <laughs> that's the worst thing, right? Having the support of someone who understands medications can be a very helpful part of this process. So don't leave them out of the equation just because you're concerned about how they will respond. You might actually be surprised at how supportive they are if you just talk to them. Step three is to reduce or eliminate the triggers or reasons why you were taking the medication in the first place. In some cases, this may not be possible, but you may have more control over this than you think. Look to the original reason you were taking the medication and perhaps, with help, evaluate what it has been helping you with. See if there's another way to address that concern that doesn't involve medication. For example, if you're taking cholesterol medication, I would help you to look at your diet to see what inflammatory foods you may need to reduce or eliminate from your body or what foods would be beneficial to add in. If you're taking a sedative, we would look at sleep hygiene and practical ways to change your sleep habits. If you're taking allergy medication, we would be looking at triggers around your home that may be overwhelming your immune system so that pollen just pushes you over the edge, causing symptoms. Whatever the medication, there are likely a variety of triggers that can be reduced in order to reduce your need for the medication. If you don't address the triggers, then taking the medication out may be a moot point. You could end up having to go back on it or to replace it with other meds or herbs just to manage it. Step four is to choose which of your medications, assuming you're taking more than one, that you want to come off of first. You definitely do not want to stop all meds at the same time. That could be a very stressful experience. You may choose to reduce or eliminate the medication that has the most side effects for you, or you may choose to reduce or eliminate the medication that is easiest to replace with a safer option or the one you'll miss the least. Keep in mind that medications do interact with each other, so every time you mess with the dosage of one, you may experience changes in how the others affect your body. This is another good reason to keep your doctor in the loop, especially if you're taking more than a couple of meds. When you choose which medication to reduce or eliminate, you'll also want to learn about the forms you can take it in. It may be that before you can reduce it, you'll need to switch to a form that is easier to split. For example, one of the medications my daughter was on was a teeny tiny little tablet. I was able to use a pill splitter to cut it in half, but when it came time to reduce the dosage again, there was no way I was gonna get a consistent dose with a pill splitter. So we switched to a liquid form. Another of her meds we were able to trade for a bigger tablet. That way it was easier to cut in half. It probably had more fillers in it, but at least it was easier to split. I've also had clients remove pellets from inside capsules to reduce their dose, and others take a full dose, but more spaced out. So instead of an even amount each day, they would add in extra hours or days between dosages. 
When you're deciding which medication to reduce or eliminate, keep in mind how you are practically going to reduce the dosage as you go and what form you'll need it in. Step five is to choose when. For most medications, it's generally advisable to stop medications, excuse me, it's not generally advisable to stop medications cold turkey. This can increase the chance of you experiencing withdrawal symptoms. It can worsen the initial symptoms off the bat and it can impact your health in other ways. So you wanna plan on it taking some time. Choose a time to start when you will be least stressed out and have the most support in place. Don't stop taking a medication right before you move or get married, start a new job, when your kids are sick or over the holidays. Wait until you are ready and plan on it taking some time. Slow and steady is the name of this game. For some, it can take a few weeks, for others, it can take a year. There are so many variables that can influence it, so it will be very different for different people. Step six is to get your close circle in the know. Talk to your spouse, your parents, your adult kids, your best friend, or whoever is likely going to be a help to you. Letting them know you're going through this will help them to understand any initial changes you're going through to be understanding when you're having a rough day and even possibly to offer practical help when you need it. Plus, when you reach your goal, they can celebrate with you. Finally, as part of the planning phase, plan for hard days with tools to help you. You aren't just gonna cut out medication and see what happens, or at least that's not a good idea. You want tools in place to support you as you make the transition. This is where all the natural health tools my clients have been working with really shine. In fact, if the original goal was to eliminate meds, the planning phase actually starts with improving general health before even considering a step-by-step -step plan on eliminating the meds. If a client comes to me and says they wanna get off their medications, I help them take a good look at their health picture and see what area of their lives needs some more attention and love before they can safely consider that. Do they need to eat more vegetables or a wide variety of protein? Do they need to improve their stress response? Do they need help improving their sleep? Is their immune system on hyperdrive? Is their digestion super uncomfortable? We look at what is going on on a bigger picture level and help them to get into a better place so they can make a concrete plan for getting off meds. This whole process, like I said, can take just a few weeks, a few months, or it can take a year. It depends on lots of factors, but all this prep work means that when you do come off your meds, you're less likely to experience withdrawal symptoms. You're more likely to be successful and not need the meds anymore. And if you do have hard days where you start doubting yourself or you, you experience a flare, you will have tools to fall back on. Customizing a dietary and herbal plan to meet your needs can really help to ease you through the process. Some of the herbs and foods we include in the toolbox are those that address nutrient deficiencies caused by the medication. For example, I have a client who is dependent on his medication probably for life, but was experiencing side effects directly related to nutrient deficiencies that it caused. I encourage them to talk to their doctor about alternatives that might cause fewer problems but still address the original system, symptom, and then I help them to create a plan that included an herb to heal the damaged tissues, an herb to replace nutrients lost, and a dietary and supplemental plan to also fill them up with nutrients that were lost. 
the symptoms were significantly reduced, indicating that even though they still have to continue the medication, their body is not suffering from it. Injured Workers Pharmacy at IWPharmacy.com offers wonderful infographics about nutrient deficiencies caused by medications, so you can focus on eating more foods with those nutrients that are specific to the, the deficiencies caused by medications you're taking. Uh, or you can talk to your prescriber about those infographics or other resources you're finding about these nutrient deficiencies to talk to them about what supplements might be appropriate to take alongside your medications uh, until if you're able to reduce or eliminate them entirely. Sometimes, while I dislike using herbs as replacements for medication because that just creates another dependency, the herbs that we do focus on are intended to temporarily replace the medication until they develop lifestyle practices that will eliminate the need for them in the first place. This goes back to step three, which was reducing and eliminating the triggers. Taking yourself off medication can feel scary, but when you know you have natural remedies that will do the same job with fewer potential side effects, it feels safer than just reducing the medication without a backup plan. The herbs can be a big part of the backup plan, and I help clients to find herbs they can safely begin working with even before they start tapering off their meds. They act as stabilizers, reducing the stress to the body, mind, and emotions to help you through that process. Many of them are nutrient-rich, are supportive of the adrenal glands, hormones, and nervous system to really just make the whole process easier. These might include mushrooms, seaweeds, amino acid supplements, flower essences, essential oils, tinctures, or daily teas. It really depends on the person and their story. Ideally, in the end, if you're choosing to eliminate medications, you will no longer be dependent on anything, but have the freedom to draw from food and herbs when you choose in a more holistic way to meet needs as they come up, and then switch it up to other foods and herbs when you need something different. Many of my clients find that after they spend a good year really focusing on their health, their intuition and cravings change and they instinctively know what they need each day for their herbs and food. And instead of me giving advice on what might work well for them, I'm simply guiding them on their new home herbalism journey, which is really the best. So is it possible to reduce or eliminate medications? Yes, 100%. Create a plan. Learn about your medications, talk to your doctor, reduce known triggers, choose your plan of attack, decide when you'll start, get your loved ones in on the plan, and create your toolkit for support. If you would like to work with me personally as part of your team to reach your health goals, you can learn more at www.laureltreewellnessllc.com or email me directly at laureltreewellness at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful week. The Family Herbalism Podcast is created for educational purposes only. You are responsible for any and all medical and health decisions you choose to make. If you experience a medical emergency, please contact appropriate medical providers. To receive herbalist support, please visit www.laureltreewellnessllc.com. If you enjoy this podcast and find it helpful, please share it with your friends and family. Thank you for listening.